Hi. You alright? <laughs> yeah, not bad. <laughs> Why do we always start it like that? Don't know. Don't know. Just do. Um, what, not, what do you know? Not a lot. PS5's come out. Yeah. Says the Xbox Series X. I know. And yet more, more people are flooding to the PlayStation 5 than the Xbox yeah. Series X. Yeah, I said PS4, didn't I? Yeah. I meant no, PS5. Oh, I did say 5. Yeah. Okay. No, but yeah, they're got... out with all their new shiny things. I haven't got one. What, what makes me laugh is I've actually seen countless videos of people taking the side panels off the PlayStation 5 and painting them black. Yeah. And then putting it together. Because the console looks so much better. It does. As all black. It does. So I don't know why they thought the white accents. No. But, but I think that eventually you're going to be buying stickers for them. Yeah, but I also think what's going to end up happening they sent, is uh, in about six months they're going to release the PlayStation 5 Black Edition. Yeah. But also, you know you can take the wings off. Yeah. quite easily yeah you just pull them they pull, they've already taken a cease and desist against a company that were making like alternate art versions yeah which means Sony won in on that yeah Sony and that, that's that. going to be their plan so in six months because realistically for the past four generations you've been bar- you've been having special editions so you've had the Last of Us edition the Spider-Man Who's got 600 quid every few months to buy a collector's edition console? No, and but you if also I had the Star Wars edition at one point. But if I went to you, if you give me 50 quid, I'll just give you these new panels. Yeah, you'd pay that. Yeah. So I think that's their new idea rather than release the like, collector's edition. They'll do a cease and desist on people making their own panels, but they can't stop people taking their own panels no. off and painting them. I think you'll also end up with companies doing stickers. Yeah. That go, just you put a sticker over the panel. Yeah. And basically, they're just a little bit bigger than an A4 sheet of paper, so realistically, yeah. it's not going to be hard, is it? A4 sticker paper and make your own. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, new consoles, yeah. Um, like I say, people are going for the PlayStation 5 over the Xbox Xbox X. Yeah. But we knew that was going to happen anyway, oh, yeah. because the Xbox, realistically, is almost a pointless console now. because With your you, Games Pass Plus thing. Because if you've got, if you've got a, a computer, you can do all that on your PC. Yeah. So, you know, it's not it's not really worth it no. anymore. And yes, it's got better hardware, but people are more interested in games content than better hardware. This is why people are still rocking graphics cards from 10 years ago. Because yeah. if they play the game, they're not bothered. No, as long as the game's good. Only You only get people that are heavily into esports or, you know, little dweeby kids that are obsessed with getting like 300 frames a second. I mean, I played which we'll get onto as well, but I've played Assassin's Creed Valhalla and I played it at like 40, 50 frames a second. That's great. That's fine. And it, What's it, wrong with 30 FPS? No, exactly. Nothing. There's nothing wrong with 30. <laughs> yeah. Your TV probably can't do it. That's the thing. These my, pe- my TV's well, got your, a 60 hertz your, refresh rate. Your TV probably can, but most people, they're buying these really amazing... Oh, 200 frames a second. Right, what's your monitor's refresh rate? Oh. 60 hertz. Yeah, for, uh, 60 hertz. 30 it's like yeah so you're not so you're not going to get the benefit out of it even yeah. if your graphics card's rendering 200 frames a second you're not seeing that because no. the refresh rate of your monitor is not high enough to get it yeah um but I've yeah got, i've got a 1080p 60 monitor so why do you need a 12k 10 million frame a second graphics well, I say, card? i mean i rock a 4k tv to play my games on but i don't play any of my games at 4k i play them all at 1080p yeah I mean, fair enough, my graphics card don't render at 4K very well, because it's a 970, but even so, I don't I don't see the point. Well, I've got a 1080. Yeah. So, theoretically, I think I could do 4K. You can do 4K, but if you're going to get... Again, 
I'd rather have a slightly smoother experience. Do you know what's really annoying me? At 1080. Do you know what's really annoying me? What's really annoying you? So, six years ago, when that computer was made that we used. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Probably cost what? 1200 1500 uh, About £12. About £12. 12 to 1500 I could quid. probably pull up the exact um, price. Well, let's not bother. Let's yeah. not bother. <laughs> 12, 12 to 1500 Yeah, 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 yeah. Around that mark, yeah. You can now buy a gaming PC with an RTX 2017. Yeah. A Ryzen 3700X for like eight, 900 quid. Yeah. And the PC will wipe the floor with it. Yeah. And that's what's... I mean, it's not annoying and it is annoying. It's annoying because I don't have that money to spend out on a PC now. But it's now, not because it's just not like because it just proves jump. It just proves that the jump in performance for the price ratio is immense. Yeah. Um, and it means that within the next couple of years, basically, you're going to be buying a, a mid to high-end gaming PC for basically what a console costs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And have the full power to do what you wish yeah because um, I've been looking uh, for a new graphics card right and I can pick up an RTX 2060 for like 300 quid brand new well you can get the 1660s for about yeah I know but the jump, but the, oh no I get the performance step up but you can so if you need a new graphics card and your money's limited no wrong we're getting a 1660 a 1660 super is only mm. 230 quid yeah they they yeah um and, and there's an abundance still, of those the only, the because only, they haven't uh, been bottered on like AMD's uh, new cards and uh, Nvidia's new cards. Yeah, but the thing is, is that the new, the new AMD cards, although they are a jump up in performance, they're nowhere near as good as the RTX series well, that have just come out. They're better than the RTX in terms of performance, but their ray tracing, which is the whole point of this latest gen, is the ray tracing. Yeah, they they this can't. It's not as good. No. Yeah, they can't do. Uh, the thing is, if you're going to buy an AMD card, you're doing it for productivity reasons. Yeah. For rendering stuff. Yeah. Um, if you want to play games, you buy an RTX. Yeah. And even then, you can still buy a GT... Like saying, the GTX 1660 Super is still going to play everything you want yeah. to play on. Six gigs of six gigs of memory. You don't need no, more than that, yeah. really. I mean, Assassin's Creed... If you're getting the latest stuff, it's because you wanted it. Yeah. And you've got the it's money. It's enthusiast. Yeah. It's like the RTX 3090. Who is buying that? Who? Because for a start off, there's no CPUs out there currently that don't give you a massive bottleneck. Yeah. Anyway. And your power supply is struggling. Supply, yeah, you need a 1200 watt power supply. At least. To. Uh, if you max them out, that 1200 will protectively shut down. Yeah. Yeah. So you need so, like a 1500 watt PSU. I think. Which means half your case is now power supply. So what I think is going to end up happening is when they release the RTX 3060, that's. The TI version's pegged to come out with 12 gigs of memory. Yeah. And it will have a less power draw. Yeah. The normal version's pegged to come out, I think, with 8 gigs of memory. You don't need more than 8 gigs of graphics no. memory. I mean, I, I think that's why people will end up going for the AMD, because they've not got the power draw. Yeah. To a degree. But even some of the, some of the videos I've been watching, the power draw can be just about as bad. It's not in as... Certain, in, certain, in certain... For most gamers, though, you'll be all right. Yeah, but the thing is, is and if, they do have a cheaper price point. I mean, for me, I have to, I'm in this weird thing now. Like I say, I'm looking for a new graphics card. Do I wait for the RTX 3060, knowing it's going to be roughly about the same price as an RTX 2060, 2070, so three four hundred quid, or do I buy the RTX 2060, 
or the 2017, which doesn't have the power draw, still a very competent graphics cards. Yeah. I'm in that... I'm See, in that. I, I'd go for the 20 because you've not... Because it's basically the same card. Yeah. And you've not got the power draw. No, yeah. And you're losing what? A couple of frames? Well, the thing is, I've been using a website that you put in yeah, your graphics yeah. card, and you, what graphics card you want, you put in what CPU you've got, and, it, and obviously I've got the thir- uh, the 5930K, um, and with an RTX 2060, I have a 6 or 7% bottleneck. Yeah. Equates to nothing. About 6 or 7 frames out of 100. Yeah. Um, and the RTX 2070, I have a 10% bottleneck. So I'm like, it's, it's, and what's funny, and this is really funny, I actually put in the setup that I have now, I have a bigger bottleneck now. Than you would if you upgraded your graphics. Than I will if graphic, I upgrade yeah. the graphics card. Which proves that even some of the older processors out there, if you choose wisely, yeah. are still very competent. Well, same as mine, I've got the uh, i7 77. Yeah. Uh, 3.6 and it's like the thing is is games peak. games aren't CPU reliant no. now they're more that's the thing they're, they're bringing out these you know I mean yeah you know at the minute AMD have got the processor war for this gen 1 oh yeah the, the new Ryzen series wipes the floor well especially when you consider price point but again stop rushing out and buying the latest you don't, AMD, you don't need it. No, and AMD, to be fair, the Ryzen 3700X and the Ryzen 5 3600X yeah. are still some of the best bang for the buck but, yeah. processors on the market. They're dirt cheap. You can pick up a motherboard bundle for 300 quid, pick up an RTX 2060 or 2070 for three 400 quid, boom, you've got a gaming well, computer it's, it's that's going to last you for five years. It's funny you should mention this. So we're... We're building a new computer because we're going to take the lap. Because currently our TVs run off a laptop. Yeah. We're going to build a desktop. So so far we've been given. So spent zero. Z- our current total for this PC is zero pounds and zero pence. So far we've got a GTX 1070. Yeah. For a gaming ca- machine, it's more than enough. A case. Yeah. Power supply. Yeah. Sixteen gig of RAM. Yeah. Uh, case, PSU, RAM, graphics card, and a cooler. And so we need to buy a hard drive and processor motherboard. Yeah. Tell a lie. We've already we've now spent the first chunk of money. Fifty quid, five hundred gig M.2 drive. Yeah. It's it, it's sat, it's setting me ass right now. It's arrived today. Yeah. I got the notification from Amazon. Uh, not. In two weeks, we're buying. Uh, it's an MSI B four fifty M and a Ryzen five thirty six hundred yeah. in a bundle, two hundred and fifty quid, yeah. which we can get on a twelve month interest free finance. Yeah. So for three hundred quid, we get in a ten seventy and a five thirty six hundred. And what's really great, and I know you're not going to, but what's really great is if you decided to upgrade that machine, and there's no need to for no. a medium machine, but if you wanted to, and say you wanted to get, say that this this new generation of Ryzen processors comes out, and then all of a sudden there's a crash in the computer market, not likely, but the processors come out cheap. Yeah. You could buy the latest gen, put a BIOS update on that. Yeah. And then boom. Yeah. And that's where I think Intel have lost the market because mm. there's this backwards compatibility issue. 
and AMD have gone, no, fuck that, just have a BIOS update. Yeah. And keep I mean, yeah, some of them have got to wait till January, I think, but so what? Yeah. Yeah. It's... So we, we've got a really good future-proof machine. Like, you know, again, if there's a very small chance we could actually end up with a 2070 for that machine. Which means then you could have that 10... Uh, I think it's... No, it's 1080, actually. Mm. Which means you could have that 1080 then, for free. Um, that's a whole different story. But again, we could take that 1080 out and put a 3090 in there if we wanted to. I mean, I don't think it'd fit in the case we got, but yeah. because you need some kind of case the size of your TV for it. Yeah, the, the, that's the other issue with the latest RTX cards. They are so yeah. big. But we've got this machine that's so compatible with everything for 300 quid. Yeah. And an M.2 drive. Yeah. Like when, yeah, M.2 a year ago, you were like, oh my God, they're so expensive. Now... 50 quid and I've got 500 gigs. But it's the same when SSD came out. And I could have gotten a terabyte for 60, but I was like, my next purchase is going to be a NAS for the local network that's going to have all our movies, all the music on it. So I could be upstairs playing whatever on the computer and then go, I'm not really doing anything. I fancy watching Avengers Endgame. Yeah. Oh, look, NAS play and then someone downstairs and go oh, I feel like watching Bad Boys 2 you could be downstairs and go fuck it I'll watch Bad Boys 2 don't know why you're downstairs at my ass when I'm upstairs but whatever <laughs> you could be yeah. and you can go Bad well, Boys I get, 2 I get, better, I get a better conversation out of there oh so, uh... but you know what I mean that, that situation and you know, I don't know, say your missus could be upstairs in the bedroom because she's taking the little one for a nap or something. She can go, oh, I feel like watching an episode of Big Bang Theory. Yeah. Boom. So we're in, there's four of us in three rooms yeah. and we're media machining it off a NAS because that's the next purchase. Yeah. So it's like, why do I need a bigger hard drive than 500 gig? Because what we've said is, what's the most we're going to put on this machine? Maybe The Binding of Isaac on Steam. Well, yeah. it's like I, I'm only rocking a 500 gig SSD. Same as my main drive. Yeah, and then I've and got, I've got I've got a terabyte drive that's got media on it. But well, I've got a two and a four. All my games, but fit. the four is soon getting retired. I only buy uh, whenever I play a game. I install maximum of two games on my computer at any one time. I've got a few more than that. Yeah, but you do all the things. Yeah, but most of mine are I uh, because. Uh, you've heard of the game Gary's Mod yeah to run that properly you need Gary's Mod Counter-Strike Source and Half-Life 2 so I have to keep those installed for it to run properly yeah because it needs to pull graphic assets yeah yeah Um, then I'm normally playing two or three games at a time that's normally about it and then probably Binding of Isaac's on there and something else that I go, oh yeah, I'll play that. Well, I mean, in and it just lives game, on there. I've got oh, the, big game, big I've, games, one or two. I've got, yeah, I've got, I've got like Metal Gear Solid Two installed yeah. on my computer. Oh, big, but yeah. in terms of big games, big games yeah, two, one or two, maybe the, three. Yeah. At the very, at the very most, I still always have a couple of hundred gigs yeah, of hard drive left. And I've got so, so much more stuff installed than you. Because five hundred gigs more than enough, yeah. even with the latest games. I mean, to be fair, I was really shocked when AC Valhalla came out. And it's only like fifty gig. Mm. Although the flip side of that is. You got some of the new games. So the PS4 with disc drive has like 600 gig free. Uh, The digital version has like 700 and some change gig free. But it's like you can only install like two. 
Frog, you can only install three copies of the latest Call of Duty because it's that fucking massive. And it's yeah. like, guys, why are your game so big? Yeah. Why? Um, we should probably get on yeah. uh, and talk about some stuff because we, we. Well, there's only we, one game coming out. Yeah. That, that we're going to talk about, and that's Cyberpunk. And then we're going to go on to games we've played. Yeah. Cyberpunk but, 2077. It should be out. We've said this three times this now. Three times. I still heavily feel that they didn't release it last month because they didn't want to compete. With I think Ubisoft. the first delay was we're not ready. Yeah. I agree with you on the second, and now this is the third release day. I I think because what are you going to find on your Christmas? If it doesn't trip? come out in December, I'll be shocked. I will be shocked, and it makes me then lean towards: Are we going to have another Duke Nukem? For uh, Duke Nukem Forever. Development hell. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be as bad as that. No. But, yeah, I know what you mean. But I, I get why they potentially didn't release it last month, because releasing it against Watch Dogs Legion and AC Valhalla was... And all the other consoles. Yeah, and all I the I mean, they had a new Call of Duty to compete, they had Spider-Man Miles and yeah. All those games that came out last month... It was too... There was, it you was might too as much well on the just... Mar- yeah, there was too much yeah. on the market. It's pissing in the ocean. So I get the feeling that it should be out this month because they've got nothing else to compete with. Yeah, I agree. Right, games we've played. Games we've so played. there isn't anything else. Do you want to do one, then I'll do mine, then you can do your... Do you yeah. want to finish on the better one? Yeah, so uh, we'll start with Watch Dogs Legion. Um, I got it. I played it. Meh. Meh. The story's not too bad. Um, it. The thing is, when you play a big game like Watch Dogs or anything you want to feel connected to the character yeah, yeah. that you're playing yeah. as you can't have that experience with Watch Dogs Legion because okay start. why can't you have that connection well you know why because <laughs> you, you can play as anybody yeah right within reason because although it says you can recruit everyone you can't because as soon as they don't like dead tech you can't recruit them <laughs> So you can, but you have to manipulate them yeah. the right way to like dead second. I'm guessing doing it for one, like so, recruiting one character could force yeah. the other one out. And, um, yeah, London is very nice to run around. It's a futuristic style London, so it looks pretty much as it does now. Just you know, a few more mods and cons. Um, but yeah, there's no because there's no character development. Because if you turn on permadeath, as soon as that character's dead, that's it. Then you got to play as another character anyway. If you have permadeath off, then and that character then dies, they're dead for like an hour or so, and then they then you can play play as them again. Um, I chose so it's more an inconvenience yeah. than a death. I chose Liam as my starter, who's an Irish forger, uh, mainly because he starts with a handgun. Um, Good for Liam. Which, frankly, you don't tend to use normal weapons anyway. You, you spend most of your time using uh, stun weapons anyway because you don't want to be killing people because that just gives the wrong impression. You start off playing the game as a secret agent and you think, oh, bloody hell, great. This is who I'm going to play as. And it's very much uh, the gunpowder plot. You go under Westminster and there's a shit ton of bombs. You have to defuse them. You meet the AI companion, Bagley, who is annoying as shit. Um, and then all of a sudden... What makes him annoying as shit? Oh, it's just his voice. Um, <laughs> Go on, do his voice. I oh, can't. It's imagine. It's like, you know, uh, Portal, you've got Stephen Merchant chatting. Oh, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. that. Um, and then... Yeah. 
So then, then the suit, then this really cool secret agent die guy dies at the start of the game. Like literally, the prelude, he dies, and you're like, okay, dead set goes dark, and then you choose your character to reopen dead set. The main villain of the game is, for me, was very easy to pick up on who it was, pretty much within the first couple of hours playing, and it's the previous leader of DeadSec. Obvious. Um, I'm sat here like a Churchill dog in, in the back terms of the car, of, aren't I? In terms I? of content, there's a lot of stuff that you can do, but you don't tend to do it. Um, yeah, I mean, running around London was boring. Don't get me wrong, it's, it's nice to look at, but it, it, it was just boring. Mm. And it's... It draws so much from graphics and CPU to run the game at like decent specs. It's like why, why? Doesn't make sense. When there's better games yeah. that draw less. And yeah. the sto- the sto- like I say, the story's all right, but you can't get attached to a yeah. character enough. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then it's like then like some of the special special abilities, and they weren't really that special because everyone can have them. Pretty much. So it's not that... Yeah. You've got the drone or a spider bot. Now, frankly, there's no point having a drone because there's that many drones flying around this futuristic London. It's pointless. Mm. Uh, The spider bot's always handy to have because you don't have to try and find a spawn spawn point for it. One of the best drones in the game is a construction drone because you can climb on them and then you can fly on them. But they are so slow. Like... It's a legitimately great way of getting around the map. Climb on a construction drone and fly above London. But they are so slow, it's kind of not worth it. And you only really use them to get up to the top of buildings when you can't be asked to find the secret route to climb to the top. Um, So yeah, I think realistically it's a bit of a mess. Yeah. And you can tell that they've designed it for online. Yeah. You can tell that the story is a means to an end, which is why they didn't release the online service straight away. Um, and it's just due to that fact that it's because they want you to be playing online, doing online missions with other dead set characters. And it's, yeah. Um, because I got the Ultimate Edition from Ubisoft Connect Plus, um, I got a couple of characters from the get-go. They told you that you could, that you'll be able to use Aiden Pierce from the first Watch Dogs and Wrench from Watch Dogs 2. But you can't get them yet because you've got to wait for the DLC to be released, which isn't being released till early next year. So it's just like, it's just been a letdown all over the shop. Um, I probably will re-download it and play it when the DLC does come out, just so I've played the DLC. But it's not a game that I'm willing to go through from the start yeah. again. It's just not worth it. So yeah, Watch Dogs Legion. I'd give it a, a five or a six out of ten. Now we're even giving scores now. No, I really would because it's just, it's a letdown. And I knew it was going to be a letdown. It was always going to be a letdown because they pushed it back. And when you push games back, they tend to be a letdown, which is why I'm fearful for Cyberpunk 2077. Mm, I think that, I agree. I think Cyberpunk might end up like, uh, oh, what was that game? It had Norman Reedus in it. The Death Stranding. Death Stranding. Yeah. So well, that was just because that was just because Kojima wanted to prove that he still had access to his Fox Engine mm. crap. That was a game that started being made and never fucking was stopped being made. I reckon if he were told you've got another ten years, he'd have still kept going. I, I 
I really, when I first saw Death Stranding, I was hoping I wanted yeah. to play it. And then when it came out and I didn't play it and I saw all the people playing it, I'm like, I don't really want to be no. in a post-apocalyptic postman. No. <laughs> it's boring. Right, so I'll go on to my game now, shall I? Mm-hmm. Mm. So, contrary to what I said last month, my, my love bought mm-hmm. me Spider-Man Miles Morales for the PS4. So at some point, when I get a PS5, I've got to pay for the upgrade to the uh, Ultimate Edition and piss about. Rah, 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 rah. Yeah. So I played it. And I'm actually on my second run through because you've got to play it in New Game Plus. Because the only game I've so far platinumed on PlayStation 4, despite having quite a few games... Spider-Man. It's Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm going to platinum Miles Morales because they, in my opinion, are the easy games to platinum. There's none of this... Or I say there's none. There's very little of the... Um, oh, defeat five million people and yeah. with the fucking... Like, you know, a Dark Souls trophy might be beat the game with a fucking stick. Yeah. There's none of that. There's no. none of that. No. Uh, so the Platinum Trophy... No, but that's because the games are designed for children. Well, <laughs> yeah. But, you know, it's it's doable. They're yeah. doable trophies. Not those ones where you've got to plug your life into Platinum in it. Yeah. You don't have to. No. You, anyone could Platinum mm-hmm. Spider-Man game. So, anyway. So... so it... It's okay. It, it sounds better than Watch Dogs, but not as good as the other one you're going to talk about. Yeah. Um, it's a big DLC, basically. Yeah. Uh, I do believe that Insomniac did say that's what it is. Um, so you play as Miles Morales, it starts off, you're with Peter, and then Peter goes away. Basically, they get rid of him, not by killing him, thank fuck, otherwise that would really confuse me. Like, goes on holiday. He goes on holiday for four weeks. Um, but the story is basically the same. The guy you think's good then turns out to be bad, and it's like, welcome, surprise, surprise, I'll be your host. The basic enemies are... So last time you had the the good guys being bad with a raft, and the bad guys were like uh, general criminals who'd escaped and got all the good tech. In this, they are the underground, who are the bad guys, and you've got the... Can't remember the name of the co- the main bad guys company who's got soldiers that are basically like the raft soldiers from the first game, and it, it, it's basically the same game. It is that's the thing. It, I've just said it there without even thinking about it. It's the same game, but shorter. With a winter coat. With a winter coat. You, yeah, you play in Christmas, so they've taken the same map and gone winter. Yeah. So they've taken the leaves off the trees, put snow down. Put... What about Miles' special powers? So, I'll get, I'm getting there. So that's the basic... So the basic game, the, the, the floor plan, if you like, is Spider-Man, the original Spider-Man, but shorter, less of it. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Well, no, because like I said to you earlier, they are in the same city. Yeah. They've just set it different. And I'm, I am looking forward to number two. Yeah. That's the main thing that it's left me. I want more Spider-Man. Because this, you know, you play the first one, you're like, okay, I'm done. And then they announce that another one's coming out, and you're like, yeah, I get that itch. Yeah. So I want to play another, I mean, what was the first one? On my first playthrough, probably eight to ten hours. I've played more since, because i played the New Game Plus and all that, but... So far, I'm on New Game Plus. I think by the end of that, I won't have scratched like eight. 
Yeah. And so I've still got that Spider-Man itch. I want more. Yeah, yeah. Um, come on, get it. Um, so yeah. So then you go and you focus on the car. Great character development. It's got the... Uh, have you seen Into the Spider-Verse? No. Ah. Uh, have you seen like trailers or videos yeah, of it? Yeah, yeah. Remember there was the kid in his dorm room from the school... He's now in it. Right. He's in the games. He's like your man in the chair. And yeah, it's yeah. great. He's like Ned yes. from Spider-Man, but yeah, he's yeah. not Ned. No. He's his own character. It's great. He's cool. I love him. Um, it opens or And that opens up, you know, as you go in the chair. You do have your uncle, the Prowler, in there. He's in there. It's really cool. Uh, Spider-Man... Uh, Miles Morales' individual power, so you get the Venom strike which is where he goes all electric and boom yeah. you get four new abilities with that it's great uh the gadgets i think that was the compromise so because you've got the venom attacks they removed some of the gadgets that spider-man has yeah. so you have different you've obviously got your basic webs uh but your gadgets are different right which is cool you know it's a difference i, don't, I can roll with that um they've gone for um Obviously, since the original Spider-Man, there's been this whole um, sort of shift in the world of looking after everyone. We need to be more wholesome. So there's a whole Black Lives Matter thing. Right, yeah. Uh, there's a big mural on a wall. Uh, basically, after you... Because you you, uh, you're, you're a guy in the chair. I wish I could remember his name. He creates an app where people can tell you there's either a crime or they need something doing. Um, and when you've done all the things that need doing in the community, they give you a new suit and they leave it in front of this big Black Lives Matter mural, which looks fucking fantastic. Like, thumbs up to the artwork. Yeah. And there's that. Uh, there's a deaf girl in it. So one of the things when you're having the conversation with your guy in the chair is like, oh, I've got this girl. She might have some information. Like, One thing. Uh, how's your how's your American Sign Language? And he's like, yeah, I'm pretty good. And at the end, there's kind of... Between Miles and this deaf girl, there's like a little, yeah, yeah, something's going to happen here. So, the content within the game is solid, but the plot of it being the same as the first game, and the fact that it is in the same game, nothing's changed, which I kind of get because you're still supposed to be in the few months after the whole first game. So, obviously, not a lot will have changed. Like, uh, in the first game, you had Fisk construction sites. Yeah. Well, they've now been taken over by the underground. Right. So there's this whole power struggle. Uh, at the end of the ge- now, at the end of the game, so spoilers. Uh, you basically find out that your friend is the person you first think is the villain, but then it turns out, as per usual, to be the nice guy in the suit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, she sacrifices herself to save the city and you. Right. Um, because the whole thing is that the plot is the bad guy has developed... Well, he's used scientists to develop this, like, clean renewable energy source, which isn't. It's killing people. Yeah. Uh, you, because of your venom, you can actually absorb it. Now, you're about to explode all this energy out and decimate, like, several city blocks. She l- gets you with her, because she's, like, really intelligent, makes all this tech. She brings you up in the air. So you explode in the air and everyone's safe. You survive. You don't find her. You think she's dead. I don't think she is. I think she's coming back in a future game. Right. Um, you get... So at the end of Spider-Man... So yeah, so there's that. And then you do the post-game and... I mean, new game plus. Nothing's really changed. 
I'll finish it, I'll platinum it, I'll play it, I'll 100% know what I'm at. I may even speedrun it. Because yeah. it's not going to be as locked. My, uh, at the time when I speedrun the original, I uh, I think the world record was like a low four hour. I got like a 430 something, and I was in fourth place. Mm. Um, most of that time was due to loading screens. Because yeah. I'm on the PS4, if you're on the PS4 Pro, you get fast loading. With this one, the world record is currently like a 230, and it's only been out a week. I can definitely see that there are time saves in the game. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'll probably end up speedrunning at some point. At the end of Spider-Man, you see a thing, you, you have the end cut scene, which leads you to believe that Harry Osborn is going to be Venom. Yes. This one, it gives you a bit more of that. Yeah. Um, which is cool, and I like it. I'm looking forward to the next game. What One thing I would like with the next game, and this is a personal request, so Insomniac, if you're listening, one, why? Yeah. Two, allow basically so you can either play as peter as miles or a co-op not yeah. an online co-op you know an online co-op as well make it online or couch yeah and have you know so i could sit here with you and go controller do you want to be peter or miles yeah. and you play the game because i'm sorry having the i mean my ultimate thing would be that norman has found your friend from miles morales taken her Fixed her up, brainwashed her, bad guy, save her, boom. Harry Osborn Venom and Norman Osborn Green Goblin teaming up. Yeah. And you've got to go with Miles and this friend who... Yeah, the friend can be NPC, I don't care about that. Yeah. But you and a friend rocking as Miles and Peter and just banging it out. Like, hell yeah. Yeah, and it'd the be good, is, but they won't do it. No. But I'd love them to. And I'm sorry, if you ask me, if you do that, that gives you... Four playthroughs of the game. Mm. So you've got New Game Peter, New Game Miles, New Game Plus Peter, New Game Plus Miles. It's like that's four gameplays before you even get into the nitty gritty. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. That's a million dollar idea. But yeah, so that that's Miles Morales speed. I I give it an eight. Like I just wish there was more. Yeah. But we always knew it was going to be a long DLC. Yeah. We Unfortunately. Knew it. it was a rushed It was a rushed out game title due to the fact that they wanted something to put on the new console. Because they couldn't get two out quick enough, yeah. Like, actual two. This is like 1.5. Yeah. Um, right. I'll, your, move, your, I'll move on you, to my to game of the month, game, your of, game of the year. Is, it, is um, this your game? Is that? Right. Is, <clears throat> is this your game of the year? Yeah. Do you want to know the sad thing? Uh, the games I've personally played... Because I don't go a game of the year if I've not played it. Mm. Out of the games I've played, top game, indie game, Legend of Bumbo, which is kind of a prequel to The Binding of Isaac. Right. It's a glorified bejeweled blips game on the PC without the pay-to-win bollocks. Mm. Is it? That's sad. And this was like, I think it was like seven quid. Yeah. Well, sometimes a seven cheap. quid game is my game of the oh, year. Yeah, sometimes I'd that happens. To, though, I'd it? love to say Miles Morales was my game of the year. I think that's my number two. Yeah. No, I think my game of the year has to be AC Valhalla. Yeah. It has to be Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Has to be. Um, I've been playing it through Ubisoft Connect. Yeah. Um, as I say, I've not been playing it 
ultimate settings. Mm. I've had a mix of a medium high going on. Um, the game is beautiful uh, to look at, to play in. Um, there's loads of content. I've not even scratched the surface on side missions. Mm. Not even scratched the surface. See, that's the thing, isn't it? Like we just said, Miles Morales. I've played it once. I've 100 percented a yeah. new game. I'm on a new game plus. Yeah, there's. I've played about 44 to 45 hours of the game. I've I've completed the main story. And I've arc. played like 12, 8, 10. Yeah. Um, Shows you did it. And how much would that game cost? If I went out I now know. and paid for Valhalla... Uh, I don't know. Mars Morales, I was just looking at Mars Morales. For PlayStation 4, it's about 50 quid. Yeah. Which is disappointing for an 8 to 10 hour game. Um, I think it's a 30 quid game, in all honesty. 30 quid I'll give them, because it's there. Like, the stuff is there. Yeah, what's, what's Valhalla? Uh about, about the same price 40, 45 to 60 quid depending on which edition you get so 50 so the unless same. you go to Ubisoft and buy the collector's edition yeah it's got the we ignore spec quid. so 50 quid two games one I've gotten 12 hours I'm already on a new game plus one I've just finished the story and I've still got loads of side missions that I can do which I am going to and do and you've played how much? about 45 hours 40 that's 45 not that's 40 four times what he's got yeah out of, out of his 50 quid investment yeah um, but no it's a really interesting game there's five maps in the game as I was saying to you earlier yeah um, you start off in Norway uh, for the prelude of the game then when you get to England you've got all of England to play through and they've They've not what they've done, which is great, is they've used the old English names for the, for the, for the places. Yeah. So London is London, as in L U N D U N, like London. Yeah. Um, in that are people uh, in Shirop- southern London. Shropshire, which is Shropshire. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, all of these Gloucester. Do you know what I mean? It's really they've they've really thought about it. The only thing that's the only thing that's that's funny to me is that the, your own settlement is called Ravensthorpe, right? Now there is a real Ravensthorpe in the UK, which is in the same location as where you are in the game. However, Ravensthorpe in the real world isn't a Norse town. It's a town that changed its name to a Norse name to fit in with other Norse areas, and so which I thought was. A little bit funny. They could have potentially changed, but never Yeah, mind. they could have gone a bit better. RPG style is fantastic. There's a lot of character progression. The skill tree is massive. There's no cost to reset your skill tree, so you can reset your skill tree, plough all your points into a, a stealth abilities to do a stealth part of the game, and then you're like, all right, well, I've got to take out this castle. Let's plough all will, into... <clears throat> I will just say, that was actually another thing that with Miles that I noticed. When I was building up the skills I didn't find a reason to do anything other than make it look pretty yeah like when I put say put something into damage I do 5% more damage I didn't feel like I was doing 5% more damage no I felt like I was I don't feel like I'm doing much more damage than when I started the game either but I'm not really bothered about that no Um. There's this whole thing about there's like a power score 
Um, and obviously they recommend certain areas or certain villains that you're going to play like the zealots of the order of the ancients they are like they're the enforcers of the templars they are normally rated really high in power i think one of them is like 380 power and they're a fight do you know what i mean they are a proper fight um story-wise the game is great the settlement though is one of my best features i love a game where you can build your town love it um and this has got that so you get to your settlement you've already got your longhouse which is like your main where yeah. you live um but then there's loads of different tents all around your town for like the um the armory and uh, the tattoo shop and all this sort of stuff and you basically have to go raiding to get loads of resources and build your town up to get it to be rated six out of six to be an actual town rather than just being a settlement right um and every time you upgrade that it starts to look better you open up decoration points so you can put these decorations that you've put up like big statues of stuff and it makes it it makes it more enjoyable i love games where you can build your own settlement and you can actually see where your hard oh, yeah. work's going um there's a lot of love interests in the game. Like half of the time, whenever you're talking to people, like you can basically get it to where you can shag them, which is a bit strange. And you don't have to just have one. Like there was a point where Randvi is one of the main characters, so to speak, in the game. She's actually your brother's wife. Um, and there is a point about halfway through the game where you read a letter in her office. And then you ask her if she's all right. You go out for a, a date, effectively, and then you have the choice to sleep with her or not. And then you start a relationship with behind your brother's back while he's out trying to help pacify England. <laughs> so, right. that. Now, I, I got with Ranvi, but at the same time, I was also with the huntress of the village, Petra. Right. And I... I didn't have to break up with either of them. I did break up with one of them eventually, but you didn't have to, which I thought was strange. I thought, like, most games don't allow you to, to do that. But, like, you could be, like, you could go and fight a massive village with uh, a couple of dudes, and one of the dudes will come and start chatting you up and then, like, saying, like, he wants to take it to bed and stuff, which I thought was strange. Like, I don't think the game needs that, but meh. But in terms of gameplay and content, there is so much to do. Um, there is like different ways you can set the game up as well. So gender choices, there's three. Male, female, or let the animus choose. Let the animus choose basically puts you as the female character throughout the main game. And then anytime you go to the mystical maps, you play as the male uh, character. Um, they're both called Ivor. Um I, th I think that's why they chose the name either because you could play as either mm. um, there's five maps in the game you start off in Norway it's a, a a relatively big map then you go to England which is your biggest map then you go to Vinland which is the America which is another big map but whenever you go to Vinland you can't take any of your gear with you right you have. so when you first go to Vinland you turn up basically in rags like a like a slave um, and then you have to eventually you can uh, you get to a point where you can trade uh, skins and stuff to get get coin and trade with the locals, which are the uh, Red Indians basically, and buy a weapon and armor set from them, 
and it stays in Vinland. So when you come back to it, you can't use that stuff that you've just got from Vinland, which is a bit annoying because I like the hammer. Um, and there you three normal maps. And then you've got Asgard and Jotunheim, which um, are really good. You play as Odin or Havi, basically, the leader of, the leader of Asgard. Um, but it, there's so much to do in every map you go to. There's always little side quests. And the side quests are, they are more organic. Do you know what I mean? Um, there are little dots on the map, depending on how you have your map set up. Because you can have your map set up where there's no HUD. Mm. And you're literally just, you're just going around and uh, whatnot. Um, I always have a HUD. Up. Yeah, I, I... I like to have the HUD. Um, but like you can do, you'll walk up to someone talk to them and then all of a sudden they'll tell you about something and then you'll go off and do something for them there you get skill points are, are relatively easy to get hold of uh, there's the ability tree which is separate to the skill tree the ability tree is different abilities that you can use like uh, throwing axes um, for ranged combat you can either use your bow or if you unlock the ability you can start hurling these giant fucking axes at people um, there's a stamina bar which I think they've robbed off uh, Dark Souls so if you're not careful with your combat you can end up having no stamina and then get a, take a big hit um, yeah the game is it's just really it's, for the money as well I mean I didn't even pay 50 quid for it because I used the subscription service so I've paid 12.99 and I've had two of the biggest games of the year from Ubisoft for 12.99 yeah oh yeah it's well worth it um, and Valhalla yeah it's so much better than Watch Dogs because you can connect to Eva you, you connect to you know the struggles that's going on and yeah it's just it, it is the game of the year for me there's nothing that comes close Jedi Fallen Order maybe but it's still not as good do you know what I mean I would say Jedi is probably my second favourite game of yeah. the year but yeah AC is just wiped the floor with every game release of the year it, they've really, they've really, when they first changed to this RPG style with Origins and Odyssey, Origins for me was a mess. I won't, weren't really impressed. But that wasn't Origins like the awkward child of transitioning from the old to the yes, new. Yes, it was, which which you can expect. The map was too big in Origins, um, and I wasn't a massive fan. Odyssey improved on it massively, and I did quite like Odyssey. Valhalla has just gone. Do you know what? This is how it's going to be from now. And they've got the recipe so right. Um, compared to Origins and Odyssey. Because you... Like I say, everything that they've added into it, it just makes you want to play yeah. more. Um, which is why... I'm not going to 100% the game. Because there's, there's stuff in there that I just don't want to do. How, so a lot of people obviously say that... The best Assassin's Creed game, full stop, is Black Flag. Yeah. How would you compare Black Flag to Valhalla? I would say they're two very different games. No, if, but which one is better? Uh, just, just completely ignoring how they're different, which one is objectively better? Valhalla. Okay. Definitely. Don't get me wrong, I love Black Flag, and there is that whole settlement building thing in Black Flag as well. Um, but obviously Black Flag was... was always voted the best game because of the fact that it had the naval combat yeah and obviously Valhalla doesn't have any real naval combat in it it's because for a start off you're in little long ships with bows yeah 
Um, so they could have put in naval combat, but it would have been very token. Yeah, it would have been pointless. And there is points where, like, there is a mission where you have to, you're in your longship and you're going down and you're trying to protect a fleet of longships to get to the big this big raid. Yeah. And there are bad guys on the sides of the bank trying to shoot you at arrows and you do have to try and fire arrows at people. But there, there isn't really a need for naval combat in the no. game. Um, and... The raids are the raids are great. Like you can you can you've got a couple of ways of playing a raid. Like you can go in first, even at a low level, and providing you've bought the right skills to like do assassinations on stronger characters, you could go in at a low level, stealth kill the higher level bad guys, and then while you're in there, blow your horn and the raid will start and your men will just turn up from the riverbank and then the raid will start. Or you can just go for the whole gun ho, guns glory, rock up to the raid, start the raid straight away, and just hope to God that you do it. Um, but yeah, it's it. Ubisoft have done really well with it, and it's a it's a ton better than Watch Dogs Legion. Mm. It really is. I, I don't Watch Dogs Legion. As I said before, I don't think that they did it right I think that there's more they could have done with it um, but yeah Valhalla it's it, it's up there with some of the best games that I've ever played I would say mm. it really is it's a great game um, I know that on Playstation and Xbox I think they've had some bugs and there are some bugs on the PC version um, but they're so minor they're not they're not game breaking bugs they're like, you might be talking to someone and they might walk into a table. Yeah. Or something. It's something that could be easily fixed. It's cosmetic. Um, but, yeah. The the game is outstanding. And it is a game that I think I could happily, now I've finished it, start again. Yeah. And play through as the female labour throughout the entire game as well. Just to... I mean, nothing's going to change. No. I would imagine some of the talking aspects change a little bit, but in terms of abilities and stuff, the skill tree is the same, male or female. But it'd just be interesting to see. Mm. But yeah, definitely game of the year for me. Um, I don't, I don't even think Cyberpunk's going to be able to. I think that's why they've held off with Cyberpunk because right. they knew they weren't going to be able to compete, and I think that they knew that what would happen is people would buy both. Yeah. And then spend more time playing Valhalla than they will Cyberpunk. Yeah. And I still think that may happen in December. Mm. Sorry, I just reminded myself of what the main release order of the Assassin's Creed was. AC1. There was one, two, two, three. No, one, two, Brotherhood, Revelations. Yeah, but wasn't wasn't Brotherhood and Revelations a DLC for two? No, because sort of, but they were full games. Yeah, no, I get that. But when you got the Ultimate Editions, it, it was banged on to the end of two it wasn't yeah in the ultimate editions was it yeah because I've got the ultimate edition because I got one two and three ultimate in like a pack and two as um, brotherhood and revelations tacked on oh right um, I mean they're, they're both like 40-50 hour games each yeah but so it's, it's all DLC content it's all tacked on um, but um, yeah there was one two three four and then it was uh, uni- uh, rogue and unity unity and then they did the Chronicles shit, and then there was... Origins. Origins, Odyssey, Odyssey. Valhalla. Yeah. 
Yeah. I was just reminding myself that's all. Um I would definitely say Isn't that Unity where they drew sort of a line? Unity was the last of the old format. Yeah. But Unity and Rogue came out together. Yes, they did. Because Rogue was the Xbox 360 only and Unity was the Xbox One only. Yeah. So Rogue was win was PC 360 and 1, 3 and 4 and the Switch. Yeah. Unity was PC 1 and 4. Yeah. Um, Unity was France, which is how they rebuilding the Notre Dame right. because they used Unity's yes, they did. The scans of the Notre Dame to, to be re- able to rebuild the yeah. Notre Dame after the after the real. So, world and fire. what was the difference between Unity and Rogue? Really, Rogue was basically Black Flag, but set in Northern America, so it was right. cold oceans. Um, and and Uni- Rogue wasn't about you being an assassin; it was about you being a fallen assassin who became a Templar, right? To take out the Unity order. was just. Unity An Assassin's was, Creed game in France. Yes, basically. <laughs> That's fine. Um, and then obviously Origins was about the very start of the Hidden Ones Order. Um, Odyssey was the Grease Tales and then Valhalla is set in England. And I think this is the second game that they've set in England. Mm. Because obviously uh, Syndicate was set in London, like Victorian London. And I think Syndicate was after Unity. Actually, I think Syndicate was the last hurrah of the old format. Mm, so, yeah, there was Syndicate, but I I don't know. I think I think that was like their um, almost their trial before Origins because you had the, that was the first one with the two. Players. Yeah, yeah, with with I, Jacob. I Jake, would say yeah. that was probably the redheaded stepchild where it what that was probably your first. That was probably your first hint that they're going to change. And then Origins was. I think to a degree, change. but it was still very much like playing any of the older style Assassin's games. Mm. Um, just with the ability to have two different characters. And to be fair, Syndicate flopped quite hard. Yeah, it did. Because people were bored of the same format. Sorry, just because just you mentioned the Notre Dame, uh, I just had a quick look of how that's going. Uh, so they're currently still stabilising the structure. Uh, they've officially decided nothing new will be changed. It is going back to how it was. Yeah. Uh, and they hope to have it done uh, in time for the 2024 Summer Olympics in Paris. Mm-hmm. Uh, reconstruction is set to start at the beginning of next year. See, the other good thing was, is if people didn't own Unity by that point, when Notre Dame did burn, um, Ubisoft gave Unity away for free. Yes, I remember that. Yeah, as like a... Here. Yeah. Uh, but no, um, see, I think for me, Assassin's Creed Origins, they focus too much on the education aspect of Egypt, mm. which is why you can get the educational version, like the educational tour of Egypt through their game, Yeah, which is fine, but I don't want that. Um, Odyssey was great because of it being set, set, you know, being like Spartans and Greek warriors, etc. But Valhalla, it's just... It's just a much better game. Sorry, I've, ju- I've just realised that there's a new DLC for the original Spider-Man with three new suits, so I'm going to have to like now boot that up just to... I, I forgot, because you get three new suits. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, I, I forgot. Because now what you can do is transfer between PS4 to PS5, and there's three new suits as well. Armored Advanced Suit, Arachnid Rider Suit, and Amazing Suit. So I'm going to have to download it just to check out the three new suits now. So, well, we'll I think that was, uh, that's the end of games, I think. I hope so, because we're already at nearly an hour. Oh. 
Extra long one. So, and then we've got something to talk about at the end of this. Anyway, we've got something to decide. Right, so we'll move into films. There's not a lot coming Fortunately, out. Fortunately, yeah, there's not a lot. Because of um, cinemas being closed because of the pandemic. A uh, couple of films that may be worth a look will be The Comeback Trail, which is a film with De Niro, Freeman, Tommy Lee Jones. Um, it's an action comedy about movie producers owing the mob some money. It looks like it could be an interesting film to watch. Look like it could be a tape piss of one of them early B-movies. There's a film coming out called Anti-Life or Breach. Um, yeah. Um... Which, to me, when I read the... Things about a, fo- a man on the cusp of fatherhood, junior mechanic above a uh, spaceship, trying to get to New Earth. Rah, 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 rah. It's got Bruce Willis in it. It sounds like a straight-to-DVD Bruce Willis film. It, it sounds like uh, the Bruce Willis film where he's trying to make uh, another new actor who's probably going to be Cody... Kearsley. Kearsley. Uh, then we've got Wonder Woman 1984, which we weren't sure it, if it was coming it, out uh, or not. It is. Uh, it's cinema and HBO Max. Personally, I hope they come up with like either UK Netflix getting it or some other thing over here getting it. Um, it should be an absolutely immense film. It's just a real shame that we're probably not going to be able to watch it on release. <gasps> I mean, I'll, I'll have a look. Let me uh, let me have a look. See what it, it's coming in the UK. Uh, she'll be facing Max Lord and the Cheetah, so it should be an interesting watch. Yeah. Oh, che- well, Cheetah. You know, that's her. Uh, that uh, you know that that's Wonder Woman's uh, arch. Arch. You know that that's her. Uh... And that's films. Yeah. There isn't really anything else to say. Um, we'll move into news stories as soon as I've. Uh... So, blah, 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 blah. I want release. Please and thank you. Right. So, in the United States and Canada, it released on the 25th of December in Dolby Cinema, IMAX, and HBO Max. And there's nothing for the rest of the world, because fuck you, America. You don't get everything in one go. Give it to the rest of us. Yeah, so we'll move into... I'm just trying to say, is there any movies I've seen? Oh, I'll tell you what I have seen. I've seen uh, the Spongebob film got released on Netflix because it didn't get its cinema release. It's a 20-minute episode of Spongebob with layers of memes involving Keanu Reeves, Snoop Dogs, and fucking Danny Trejo. Right. Yeah. It sounds about as filling as having your toenails pulled off. It's more... I tell you what, it's funny because it's bad. Yeah. It's not funny because of the movie. No. It's funny because it's like, I've just sat through a 20-minute episode of Spongebob with Keanu Reeves babbling in my ear. Sounds awful. It's just funny. But it's funny for the wrong reasons. Uh, Anything else? I watched Bloodshot with Vin Diesel. It's terrible. I expected it to be so. Vin Diesel doesn't really make very good, many good films. The problem is... No, I won't say it's terrible. That's unfair. It's so fucking generic. Yeah. Well, he is a Vin soldier Diesel. who has been basically turned into a half machine. Yeah, won't it? Yeah. based on a comic. I think so, yeah. but it's, it's it's a comic book movie with Vin Diesel. But it's it's, ter- it's, it's as bad as you can imagine it's going to be. <laughs> but it's not bad. 
That's the problem. It's just generic. Generic is bad. It is. But it it's not bad in, you know, other terms. It's The just... best Vin Diesel superhero type film was Riddick. Yeah, it was. Pitch Black, Riddick, Chronicles of Riddick. They're all good. Yeah. Leave it at that. Yeah. But yeah, Bloodshot was terrible. And I th- I'm currently going through some uh, DC animated universe films. But... Uh, no, no, no. The animated ones make the fucking live actions look shit. Mm. And I'll tell you what, they are brutal. There's one where, um, well, in fact, all of them, whenever there's anyone getting killed or hurt, there is. they are brutal. Like, they're not pulling the punches with these films. They are brutal. Good. Which is what they should be. Because, not being funny, the DC Universe recently, and I've been following some comics, is getting fucking dark. Now, they've said that, I believe it's in 2024, because that's how shows you how far ahead comics are planned. They're doing their... Because there are rumours that DC is going to start producing a lot less paper comics. And the thing is that it's 2024 seems to be when they're going for their next massive shake-up of the DC universe. Yeah, they'll do a reset like everyone else does. For the fifth time, DC. Come yeah. on, sort it out. Um, right, we'll move into news. There's not a lot of news. Um, Unless you want to hear about COVID, which I, which don't. I don't think you do. Guess um, what? COVID exists. Guess that, what? That's basically what the... Guess what? There's vaccines. Guess what? No one wants to take them. Guess what? Who cares? Guess what? Fucking take them and fucking grow up. Right. I'll tell you what, Just I do have to say this because this will make you laugh. I literally read the greatest post the other day. I'm not an anti-vaxxer, but I understand where people are coming from. Why would you pump your body full of chemicals? Surely there must be a better way. Like, what if we found a way to take a little bit of the the virus into our body so our white blood cells can learn how to fight it? (laughs) That's a vaccine! Yes. And the fact people are that stupid scares me. Yeah, it doesn't scare me. And these people can vote. Yes. That's why, we've got, that's why we've got Boris Johnson as well. Um, anyway. Moving on. We're not political honest, Gov. Uh, gigantic near-Earth object, asteroid, flying towards us at 56,000 miles an hour. That's pretty fast. Now, the reason I've chosen this one is because near-Earth... And this Earth, is going to happen tomorrow for you lot. Yeah. Now, near-Earth to NASA... Is comes within 1.3 astronomical units. Now, an astronomical unit is defined as one astronomical unit is 93 million miles, which is the distance between the Earth and the Sun. The asteroid is half a kilometer in diameter. So take off the half a kilometer of 93 million miles, and you're still 92 million nine hundred ninety-nine miles. Yeah, that's one astronomical to... unit. This is 1.3, so it's probably closer. So it's over a hundred million miles away. Yes, it's not going to be anywhere near the bloody Earth. But that's close. That's oh, that's close. Real NASA fucking. They feel that they could shave on this. The chances are, is if you've got a decent telescope and the right light, you may see it. Not likely, but you may see yeah. it. Natural have a good gander. Yeah. It's it's it, it's gonna be nowhere near. It, hold on, hold on, go it told you about it then. Uh blah, blah. it orbits the sun nearly once a year. So it's not that big a deal. It does it every year. 
Its comparable size is the size of the Golden Gate Bridge. Um, it will cruise past at just under 4.3 million kilometers from Earth. In fact, there are 28 predicted close approaches of this asteroid in the coming decades. Yes, but still within 4.3 million kilometers. Yeah. Thankfully, there is zero chance of this rock hitting the Earth. Well, that's unless aliens exist and they interfere. Conspiracy theory podcast now. No, 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 no. Bad right. Tony. Talking about near-Earth objects being thrown at people. <laughs> I'm about to get one thrown at me if I'm not um, careful. Egg fight at Tesco after a woman was told to shush at Remembrance Day. Now, we all know Remembrance Day. We all know that you have to show respect. I was silent-ish on the the, 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 the two-minute silence because I was asleep. So I was actually was... about to say I think I was because I was asleep. Um, so the most noise I was making was snoring. So, yeah. Uh, so... This was in Middlesbrough. She was shopping and talking while everyone stood still. She was told to shush while other customers did it. She took offence to this. We were stood still, heard lots of screaming and shouting. Okay. Everyone was looking at each other like, fuck's going on? Heard someone shout, you've disrespected my mother. Shouted, eggs were smashed all over the floor. The verbal altercation report involving a man, a woman, and two other women. The man allegedly... Assaulted the two women. Witnesses, Witnesses are being asked to contact, contact the police. Like, okay, the two minutes. Like, yes, I agree with people telling them to shush. But at the same time, there are there are a lot of people that just feel like they don't need to. Yeah, and it's one of them in it. Yeah, I mean, I I personally. If it's that time, if, if, if I'm awake, I will do the two-minute silence. But I think that's because it's it's been drilled into me every year since I was in school that that's what you well, do. Well, that was the thing. In school, they'd pull you in for the fucking assembly, wouldn't they? Um, it was either on the last day, like the Friday before or the Monday after. Yeah. You'd do it at school. You always do your two-minute silence. However, there are a lot of people out there that they may, they may be German sympathisers. They may... Their country may not have even had a part in World War One or well, two. You've got to think. Some countries didn't exist yeah. in World War One or two. Some of the countries that exist now did not exist then. They were made in like when all the treaties and shit were being dealt with. So I don't think it deserved an egg fight. No. But I don't think someone's disrespected their mother by telling them to shush. I, I think it should have been more uh like, leave people to their own devices. Yeah. People want to be quite fine. If people don't, again, fine. That's my opinion anyway. Oh, oh, have you got your ads? Yeah, I can't get rid of them either. Oh, lovely. It won't tell me to. Oh, yeah. it's not giving you a clap. Fucking Metro, sort your ads out, guys. It's probably because I need to refresh it, but never mind. Pilots use jet to draw penis in the sky in support of masturbating footballer. So no, what's I've that not heard of anything to do with a masturbating football. Neither have I. And they have drawn a cock. I mean, it goes a little bit ski-wifty down here. He's got three testicles. Like this. <laughs> um, either that or the sack's open and the ball's coming out. Yeah. So um, two pilots are under investigation for allegedly manoeuvring their passenger jet through the air so it drew the shape of a penis. Uh, but uh, Russian footballers team captain... Uh, 
Suspended from international duty after footage showing him appearing to masturbate in bed was leaked online. Right. Right. But if it was leaked online, did he post it or did someone hack him? Because if someone's hacked him, he shouldn't be punished. No. If he's purposefully put it online, maybe. Yeah. But then again, what he does is in his fucking personal time. That's Mm. his business. Kremlin owned RT called it a ballsy flight path. But questioned whether the alleged stunt was a bit too cocky. So the Kremlin don't give a shit. Yeah, it's the, uh, what was it? The Federal Air Transport Agency. They're investigating the phallic protest over the city of... Uh, Neft. I'm going to say Neft. Neft Mask. Or some shit. I don't know. I don't Neft. Know. Um, reports just the crew requested permission for air removers due to a need to check radio navigation equipment. See, now that is where... They possibly can have them done. It won't be because yeah. they drew a penis in the air. It'll be because they lied. It's be because they've said that they need to check the radio navigation equipment. Um, I mean, pilots need to grow up. They all need. Everyone needs to grow up. Who cares? Yeah. Um, con artists conjure up fake genie to dupe a doctor into buying a seventy-two thousand pound Aladdin's lamp. Two men have, arrest, have been arrested after a doctor was conned out of 72 grand for an Aladdin's lamp. It was alleged that they conjured up a fake genie to trick their victim, Lake Khan, into handing over the cash in Utah Pradesh in India. Right, this man is a doctor. And he believed in that genius. they had a genie and a lamp. He believed in genius. I'm sorry, he's thick. Khan stated that he later realised the genie was actually just one of the men in disguise. <laughs> That's like watching one of them daft videos where it's like, you will see a ghost in this clip and some guy runs through with a bed sheet on. <laughs> like, it is! It is! Like, or, they get, or when they get the, the ghost on a stick. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm sorry, but I do not believe that the men should be charged with anything. No! I'm sorry, but if you... If I put Aladdin real real lamp with genie in on eBay and someone bought it for seventy two grand, more fucking for them. Yeah. Apparently, the men have also cheated other families using the same modus operandi. Um, the total amount of money involved runs into several millions of rupees. So. 7 million rupees was how much this doctor paid. So if they've done it with other other families, they're probably talk, talking a lot more than 72 grand. But if you are that thick to believe that a man... Basically, what I would have done if I was doing this trick, I'd get the lamp and then as soon as they say, oh, I want to see the genie, I'd rub the lamp and then either pop, pop up the original genie from Aladdin... Yeah. Or Will Smith's genie from Aladdin. Yeah. And just have him sing Prince Ali. And go, this is what you'll get for your 72 grand. And then just have... Just and have if that. you fall for that, more for you. Yeah, they shouldn't be done for fraud for that. Because realistically, all they've offered is a lamp. A, a crusty old lamp. Provided that the family's got that lamp. Yeah. Then there's no fraud there. Because no. Because they're stupid enough to believe a genie. Yeah. We should uh, try it in this country. We should try it, me and you. We'll, we'll make a crusty old lamp 
and we'll uh, rub it and see if we can get 72 grand. I could do a 72 grand right now. New gaming computer. <laughs> what are you putting in that? Oh, I don't know. I could build one for about six grand with a Threadripper and 3090s and all sorts. It'd be interesting. Um, and anyway. that's buying the 3090s off the fucking scalpers. Yeah. Uh, Jesus Christ's childhood home has been discovered by archaeologists. How do they know? Well, read the article. No, I'm sorry. It doesn't matter. How <laughs> do they... It, it doesn't... How does it... How did it happen? I don't know. Read the article. That doesn't matter. No, the article doesn't matter because how do they know that that was the home of Jesus Christ? How do they know Jesus Christ existed? Well, fucking read it. So a British archaeologist made an extraordinary claim... So he's only claimed now, so he's not guaranteed he's claimed he's done it. No, 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 I'm sorry. I'm going to be like the rest of the idiots in this country and believe everything the media tells me. Jesus Christ's childhood home discovered by archaeologists. Please, they're please, not saying claim. Please, they're not saying claim. Please don't be like the other idiots in this country, or that mic is very quickly going to find itself. But there is going to be, there's going to be. Of fucking, course there are. They're of course be, there are. They're going to be Christians out there now going. They found Jesus's home. He existed. My book is telling the truth. No, your book was written by a bunch of fucking stoners I two thousand years that. ago. A bloke did exist who was probably quite religious and talked to a lot of people. Called yes, but he was basically the Darren Brown of his del- of was, his time. He was, yeah, yeah. He was basically he was Darren Brown or Paul Daniels. Yeah, or he was a Harry ma- he was a very talented magician. He was who was able to do the basic tricks of turning water into wine by look at this bottle, woo, plug, glug, 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 glug. Now it's wine, and in the bottom was some food colour in a summit. Yeah. So anyway, so they've excavated this site. He spent. 14 years looking at bricks and mortar. Shit the bed, mate. You can do that over here for free. It's believed to it's believed to be dated back to the first century, but how do they know? Well, I'm guessing carbon dating. Anyway, carry on. Uh, oh, uh, uh, what was that? Originally, the nuns... So it was carried out by nuns, originally. Uh, then... Uh, a biblical scholar said that it was Jesus' home... They've not found any proof. But they've been doing work throughout, since, basically since the early 18, the late 1800s up till this point. Yeah, right. So go on. They think it is. You're killing flies. Second round didn't turn up anything. 20, 000, he published an article suggesting it was the home in of Mary and Joseph in 2015. I'm sorry, but you don't know. I'm not seeing any proof. We can, here we go, here we go, bottom line, bottom line, bottom line. While we can never be completely sure, all evidence suggests that this place could have been the place where, Je- place where Jesus spent his childhood years. I didn't know that Brian didn't live there. I think it was. No, no, I think it was. Not Brian. You know that one who wanted to have a child? Yeah. Yeah, I think it was him. They don't know that it was Jesus. No one has ever been able to give what any... What they've basically been able to confirm is that one of the first churches was built there in the 5th century. Yes. And that's probably the, what's led them to... And no one has ever been able to give concrete proof that Jesus Christ ever existed. Yeah. If they did, views would change. Yes, because to a degree. Because science adjusts its views based on what's observed. 
Faith is the denial of observation so that faith may be preserved. Yes. Yes, I just quoted um, Eddie Izzard. No, I didn't. I quoted Tim Mitchin. However, we will never know if Jesus existed because we weren't around 2,000 years ago. Unless we invent time machines. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, there is absolutely no way that they could even put a claim that that's where we lived. All they can do is claim that it was potentially built around the first century and it was the home to a Palestinian boy. Potentially. But they can't say it was Jesus. I mean, they can't they have. Yeah, but they can't, can't but they? But they just did. But they shouldn't have done. They shouldn't they? have done. Ridiculous. But that could be anyone. Yeah, no, I agree. That could be anyone's home. Yes. It could have been. Let, let's play pretend, say, we, that Jesus was real. So let's say they found books and writings and stuff. That could have been a friend, a follower, the local butcher, anyone who believed in this guy. If Jesus really existed, his body would have been preserved. Oh, almost certainly. His body would have been preserved. Almost certainly. Absolutely. Because there would be bones. They would have had the site. Um, these bones would never have been moved. They... I mean, they think that though, don't they? They think the fucking Pope's got them under his... Uh, under um, Rome, don't they? His... Yes, but even then, the Pope would show them. I think the current one would. If, uh, like, if they had the bones... older Popes, probably not. But the bones would, would have been preserved. Think about it. No. We have preserved... In this country, we have preserved the bones of kings, yeah. priests, yeah. for thousands Egyptian of years. Egyptian mummies. Yeah, Egyptian mummies preserved for thousands of years. If this, if, if Jesus existed, his followers would have made sure that somehow his bones were preserved for the future generations to be able to prove, mm. prove the existence of this man. But at the same time, we would never be able to prove that he was able to walk on water. I've seen Dynamo walk on fucking water. Um, change water into wine. I'm pretty sure Dynamo's done that as well. Darren Brown's done some of the tricks that this man can do. Well, that's the thing. Magicians have literally gone and done all these things that were in the Bible to show that why a man might have existed, he was probably just very devout into God and very good at magic. Yeah. Probably way ahead of his fucking time. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But that was it. That was it. Right. And we've just upset I don't care. a lot of people. I don't care. And I don't care either. Right. That classic quote. Religion is like a penis. It's fine to have one. It's fine to be proud of it. Don't shove it down my throat. Yes. Especially by claiming you know where it lives. Yeah, exactly. So, well, yeah, that's it. And um, the last thing. So, what are we doing about next month? Because, you see, we've got a small dilemma. So normally the podcast to go out on Boxing Day, but I remember last month you wanted it to go out on Christmas. So what are we doing? Are we doing a Christmas Day or are we doing it for Boxing Day? Put it out on Christmas Day. You want it out on Christmas Day? Yeah. So next month's podcast will be one day early on Christmas Day. One day. Something for you to listen to while you're cooking turkey. Yeah. (laughs) And getting drunk. Oh, mate. We're going to have fun next month, aren't we? Yeah. And then, so in January's then, we'll be able to tell you how Christmas was, because we have not had our, we won't have had our Christmas. We'll be ready for it. Yeah, we'll be talking to you like we're on Christmas, but we'll actually have been recording it at least a week earlier. Well, I'm off that week, you see. So I'm not. I, I, well, yeah, but... Potentially you, I'm not. Anyway. You've got, you'll have a day somewhere in there, I'm sure. Yeah. Or 
time, you know, you'll either be on mornings, in which case come later or later and I'll come earlier. So I'm off. I'm off that week and I'm off the week after. I can tell you that um, what we talk about on Christmas may not be the usual format. Yeah. Because there's not really a lot. I can see one. Yeah. Well, maybe two. Um, and we also know that... I think there's actually a few. No. No. Maybe. Maybe, yeah. Sure. Yeah. If the cinemas are back open, there's potentially a couple to talk about. There's a couple of films only to, only and a two. couple of games. But we'll talk... We'll probably honestly do more about Christmas and yeah, chatting like and say hello to your gran. Yeah. But yeah, well, we'll see you next month. How, how long we've been doing this one? I know we talk. Hour and twenty. Oh, hour and twenty. We're all right. You're not too long. You're not too long. Right. All right. Enjoy. Ta-da.